Welcome to The Truth, a series of radio dramas produced by Jonathan Mitchell, originally for American public media. Today's podcast is called Moon Graffiti. The Truth. Radio fiction from American public media. Eagle Houston, we rig your Go for PDI, over. July 20th, 1969. You're looking great to us, Eagle. Program alarm. 1202. Give us a reading on the 1202 program alarm. Roger, 1202. We copy it. What's a 1202? I don't know. Roger, we got you. We're going at alarm. Roger, understand. Go for landing. 400 feet down at 9. Forward. It's looking pretty rocky down there. Uh, switch the manual. We're uh, pegged on horizontal velocity. 300 feet down, 3.5. And Eagle Houston, we got data dropout. You're still looking good. 200 feet, 4.5 down, 5.5 down, 160. 160. Program alarm. 12, 1201. We're go. Same type. We're go. Nine forward. That's good. 120 feet, 100 feet. There's craters everywhere. Looks like we're getting low on fuel now. 30 seconds. Okay, lights on. Down 2.5. I'm going to keep on going. Forward. Kicking up some I dust. I still can't see. Can't we're see gonna the ground. We're going to tap it light. I'm going to keep... Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Fate has ordained that the men who went to the moon to explore in peace will stay on the moon to rest in peace. These brave men, Neil Armstrong and Edwin Aldrin, know that there is no hope for their recovery. But they also know that there is hope for mankind in their sacrifice. Those words were the first few lines of a real speech. We're not making this up. It was written for Richard Nixon in 1969 by William Sapphire, and it's titled, In the Event of Moon Disaster. I'm Jonathan Mitchell. This is The Truth. We found that speech online. It's all over. You can just do a search. It was part of a contingency plan in case Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin were stranded on the moon. Now the first moon landing, the way we remember it, seems almost preordained. But back then, they didn't know what was going to happen. As their crewmate Michael Collins orbited the moon, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin dropped to the surface on their ship's maiden voyage into a rocky landscape littered with craters, with gravity that was unfamiliar and untested. What if they crashed? Buzz, you okay? Yeah. You okay? I'm fine. Houston, this is Eagle. Do you copy? We horizontal? What's our orientation? Appears that we are horizontal. Yeah, it feels like that. Houston, this is Eagle. Do you copy? I don't hear anything. Yeah, I can't tell if we're transmitting or not. What about Mike? Try him. Columbia, this is Eagle. Do you copy? That's not like computers just reading gibberish. Are you there, Mike? Buzz, can you give me a fuel reading? Uh, and I sent one fuel and oxidizers are reading zero PSI. And Wait, now it's eight PSI, now it's four. It's going all over the place. You know, air pressure's dropping rapidly. Do we have a meter reading on that? Looks like seven or eight minutes till there's no air left in this thing. Okay, verify LM suit circuit 36 to 43. That's verified. Let's get these helmets on. Okay, how do you read now? Okay. You read me all right? Yes. Okay. That sounds pretty good. Getting anything from them now? Houston, this is Eagle. Do you copy? Still nothing. 
felt like we hit a crater and just spun around. Yeah, it was a really rough crater. Went into outland long enough. I was busy worrying about those program alarms. Right. The hell's a 12.02, right? They said we were good, and then that was fine. Roger. How's the cabin pressure? That looks like we're clear. You go first, Buzz. Yeah? Yeah, you're in a better position at this point. All right. And the frame's intact. is open. Okay. Here, Buzz, take my camera. Good thinking. I want to make sure we get pictures of the crash. I'm out. Okay. This is... On my right side, it looks like we're, uh... Well, we look like we're perched right up on the edge of a crater. Looks to me about 110, 120 feet in diameter. Here, come on. Grab my hair. Okay, there you go. What a sight. It's just magnificent desolation. Hard to know where to go. Yeah, it looks like the ladder's down. Probably just slide down the side. Roger. Okay, I'm gonna step off the LM now. Okay. Uh, All right, Buzz, just watch yourself. I'm gonna come down. Fine grain. Just like a fine powdered sandy thin. I can I can pick it up loosely with my toe. It's actually no trouble to walk around. Yeah, I agree. Hey, Neil, look at this. Look at what do you notice what the dust is doing? Uh, when, I, when I kick the dust. Look at that. It's like a ripple. It just radiates out there. Look at that. It does exactly what my foot does. It's incredible. Alright, let's assess the damage on the lander. Roger. It looks like we, uh, we kicked up a lot of dust coming in. There's some scorching on what looks like hard rock. The ejecta kept us from rolling into that crater. I'm going to take a photo of this. I count three legs of the eagle missing. Radar and S-bands are both heavily damaged. I don't even see the VHF. Uh, sense stage looks intact. Yeah, but there's no way to launch properly in this position. We'd crash into those boulders. Yeah, or worse. I'm gonna move a little slower here. Just watch me so I don't slip on the... Neil? You gotta see this. What? Uh... Good lord. The fuel cell. Exhausted our fuel supply. <laughs> Exhausted's one word for it. Guess we're grounded. Still got two hours of air left. Let's initiate the geological survey. Oh, great idea, Neil. It's part of the mission, Buzz. I suggest we get the radio working. The radio's dead, Buzz. And we could describe the crash Buzz. and tell them what happened and say goodbye. The radio's dead. We just have one final goodbye to the wife and kids. That's all I want to do. Right you now. saw how scorched the casing is. God, yes, okay. 
you know, we have the flag, Buzz. We should plant that. Sure. I'll help you plant the flag. Yeah, this is a good spot. Turning it in there a little yeah, more. Not much give there. Yeah, it's you know just what? Not it keeps coming. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is, is I can't. It's so solid. There we go. There we go. And there's a little telescoping rod that comes out at the top here to hold the flag out. Uh, doesn't go all the way out. Look at that. It sort of droops at the end of there. Looks good from here. It's certainly something I would salute. Oh, 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 okay. There it goes. Pick that up there. You ready? I can see my reflection in your visor. Here we go. Sort of capture the spirit of the American astronaut. Stuck on the moon, two hours to live. It gives a big thumbs up. I hope this film can last. Long time. I don't think it's going to be developed anytime soon. Now, Apollo 12 is going to go up. Yeah, after this, I'd be surprised if there's any space program at all. I bet by the year 2000, I'll have a base up here. Maybe they'll build some memorial up here for us. That reminds me. Oh, right. I forgot yeah, we had the a memorial. Yeah. Here. Here it is. Here lies a memorial to Ed White, Gus Grissom, and Roger Chafee. Yeah, Ed was, he was my neighbor. Yeah, Ed was a good guy. Yeah, he was. Here, I got a couple of medallions here for uh, those cosmonauts. Yuri Gagarin, here you go. Here's your spot on the moon. Vladimir Komarov, you now have a place on the moon. Rest in peace. How many people do you think they'll bury up here by the time they're through? However many it is, it's a drop in the bucket when you consider the entirety of mankind. You think we should walk back to the LM? They'll find our bodies more easily. Well, our footprints will be here for the next 10 million years, so I think they'll find us. Yeah. It's a shame to just leave footprints behind. Why should we, why should our legacy just be footprints? Let's write something. Let's write something in the dust here. You know, it's like uh, I recently helped my friend pour some concrete into his backyard for a porch. And we had his kids write a little message there. It was very, it's gonna be there forever. What do you think we should leave? What's the message? I don't know, Buzz. I mean, look around. The scorched rock. The LM's all over the place. We'll be here. The crash light speaks for itself. There's nothing more I can say about it. Yeah, well, I'm feeling kind of winded anyway. You know, I've crashed so many times. Yeah, I've always managed to squeak by, but... 
When I graduated from flight school at 220 feet, 13 forward and 11 forward, and it was five and a half down, nine forward, 20 feet right there, three and a half down, 20 feet, 100 down, three and a half down, four, five, down. Buzz, buzz, huh? buzz, what? snap out of it. What? I'm fine. I'm fine. I better, oh, I better lay down here. Yeah, good idea. Sit down. Really, really pretty up here. You think God will find us on the moon? Yeah, I think God will find you. Yeah. Do you ever wonder why we're here? What we're doing up here? With the space program? Yeah, like... What are we doing up here? What does this all mean? That's not for us to decide. Yeah, you're right. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Fate has ordained that the men who went to the moon to explore in peace will stay on the moon to rest in peace. These brave men, Neil Armstrong and Edwin Aldrin, know that there is no hope for their recovery. But they also know that there is hope for mankind in their sacrifice. These two men are laying down their lives in mankind's most noble goal, the search for truth and understanding. They will be mourned by their families and friends. They will be mourned by their nation. They will be mourned by the people of the world. They will be mourned by a Mother Earth that dared send two of her sons into the unknown. In their exploration, they stirred the people of the world to feel as one. In their sacrifice, they bind more tightly the brotherhood of man. In ancient days, men looked at stars and saw their heroes in the constellations. In modern times, we do much the same. But our heroes are epic men of flesh and blood. Others will follow and surely find their way home. Man's search will not be denied. But these men were the first, and they will remain the foremost in our hearts. For every human being who looks up at the moon in the nights to come will know that there is some corner of another world that is forever mankind. Moon Graffiti was produced by myself and edited by Hilary Frank. Matt Evans played Neil Armstrong. Ed Herbstman was Buzz Aldrin. That speech at the end was written by William Sapphire for Richard Nixon in 1969 and performed here by John Ottavino. I'm Jonathan Mitchell, and you've been hearing The Truth. <laughs>